22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. I hear her voice there, and I think, wow, for the first time she's not mad at me. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to a Cap Sleeping on the Couch edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 82. I'm one of your hosts, duh, The Cap, and, and with me, as always, is the man who let me sleep on his couch during these past few weeks, MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I can't get the smell out. <laughs> I was the hero to Broken Robots because I was one of them. But how can I sing about being damaged if I'm not? That's like Christina Aguilera singing Spanish. Oh, wait, that's it. I'll fake it. <laughs> <laughs> Bender. Love it, love it. Bender and, bending and, Rodriguez. <laughs> wow. And as always, sitting to my right is the man who tried to find the bright side of me sleeping on Mike's couch and then laughed at me anyway. RT Square, Ralph the Tech. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, so Abraham Lincoln once said, I destroy my enemies when I make them my friends. But I say, I destroy my enemies once I figure out their weaknesses and use that against them. Nice. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln also said, my head's itching. Oh. <laughs> I can't even think off the top of my head. Off the top of my head. I think I just did one there. All right, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. No. Okay, oh, I'll be short. Okay, today's show, we're going to discuss the movie that got my ass sleeping on the couch. We're going to review the newest chapter to the X-Men movie saga, X-Men Apocalypse. Then we'll chat about two seasons, about two season finales that wrapped up their seasons with a bow, or they wrapped it up with a noose, depending on who you ask. We'll be discussing Flash season two and Arrow season four. But first, MFG wants to take this time to schmooze with you, the audience, of course, about the latest in geek happenings, geek gossip, and geek. Holy fuck, nuts, they didn't just do that. Let's go to the quick news. And now. The Quick News with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. Schmooze. <laughs> Alrighty. Marvel Comics has begun to show us its post-Secret Wars plans. And they're kind of scary. Right, their post-Secret Wars plans? They're post-Secret War. Okay. You look confused. I feel like Secret Wars ended. Yeah, that's why it's post. Uh, there was another event coming up, that's why. Isn't no. It? no. Civil, you mean Civil War? Post Civil War plans. No, no Secret, Secret War, War, the one where the whole universe changed. Yeah, right. This is post that. I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I understand. Dad brain strikes I, again. No, it's not dad brain. Fuck you. No, it's the idea that Secret Wars finished already. So I'm thinking, you know, when you said that, like almost like Secret Wars just ended. That's what I'm. Oh no, just, no just, they're just still getting. We still have no idea what this new universe is. I'm still trying to figure it out, and it's kind of scary. Oh fuck! At the end of May, Captain America, Steve Rogers, number one, hit the shelves and slapped fanboys across their faces. Spoilers: Steve Rogers has been a Hydra member since his early childhood and is still one today, according to Marvel executive editor Tom Brevort. It's quote the real Steve Rogers and not some clone, shape shifting scroll, life model decoy, or a cap from an alternate universe. His mission is to further the goals and beliefs of Hydra. If that involves taking down the Marvel universe, sure. But it may not be as simple as that. It's not like he's exchanged his white hat for a black hat. It's a green hat, end quote. And writer Nick Spencer added, quote, Issue two will lay out a lot of our cards on the table in terms of what the new status quo is. But the one thing we can say unequivocally is this is not a clone, not an imposter, not mind control, not someone else acting through Steve. This is really Steve Rogers, Captain America himself, end quote. Two FUs. F you to Marvel for doing this and F you to Steve Caban. Shout out to Steve Caban for blowing this shit <laughs> Wednesday morning. Yep. Wednesday fucking morning before the comic book came out. 
I'm really, I mean, I love you, Steve. You're my boy. But what the fuck? How do you spoil two comic books that didn't even come out yet? Just because you get a digital. I'm yeah. sorry, Mike. Continue. I'm contagious. <laughs> you're, you are contagious. It's like the fucking monkey in Outbreak. <laughs> well, let's move on. Say it ain't so. Dominic Purcell of DC's Legends of Tomorrow and Prison Break fame was seriously injured while filming the Prison Break revival in Marrakesh, Morocco. The accident happened when a set piece of iron bars fell onto Purcell, resulting in an unspecified head injury and his Ooh. nose broken in two places. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The actor was airlifted to a nearby medical facility where he posted a disturbing Instagram pic of himself along with the message, quote, I'm good. Hashtag thanks for support. Had a little accident on set. Ha ha. Back at work ASAP. Pays to have a thick skull when an iron bar falls on your head. Also broke my nose in two places. I got a free nose job out of it. Ha ha. <laughs> Spoke to be alive. All good. Oh, I didn't get knocked out. Took a knee. Doc said I have an unusually tough tissue fiber. That's what saved me, apparently. Thank God for my Viking heritage. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, the picture of him is just like it's with his nose bandaged up and it's like really weird gash to his head and stuff like that, you know, that he took. That's meta. Yeah. <laughs> and not metal. That's meta, like meta human. That's yeah. some shit. I took a knee. I get hit in the head with a bar. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm a, I'm a bitch when it comes to needles. I can imagine a yeah. bar hitting me yeah. in the head. You could knock him out with a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I eat it before he fucking hits me. So <laughs> I get hit with the bar, and the bar ends up in the hospital. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> For hitting a woman. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> No gong, not yet, not yet. Let's wait for it. All right, all right. Now it might be arguable whether or not Walt Disney hated Jews, but the company <laughs> definitely hates gamers. Uh, the House of the Mouth has called for the immediate end of its Disney Infinity toy and game franchise. No way! After three years, uh, and the closure of its own console game business. Disney is closing Utah-based Avalanche Software, which employed around 300 people. The final releases from Disney Infinity will be figures from Alice Through the Looking Glass and Finding Dory coming out this month. No reason to why? or, or nope. I mean, because, they didn't say. I mean, I don't know if it's yeah, poor or selling, but I have It's going to make me look, want to look deeper into it because I mean, I can imagine how... Lu- I know how lucrative that thing should be. I'm yeah. saying should because I don't have the facts in front of me, right. but I mean, the gaming industry is very lucrative. The Infinity franchise kind of changed the way you look at open world gaming. Yeah. And why, I'm just, wow, yeah. you just hit me with news and I'm like, what? My biggest guess, I would have to say that uh, the main consoles were just, you know beating that thing out of the water oh really most likely you mean like xbox one X- xbox uh, ps4 and, right. and pc gaming is really taking off now oh again but isn't but isn't isn't um infinity part does you can't you do it for um pc also yeah but um it's mainly pc infinity gaming right but you because you have to but you have to buy a platforming type thing don't you or yeah. something like that? yeah oh, okay and, and then and the figures of course with it and um, but most people find that as they grow up, those the, the audience for that's like really low. It's like oh okay, you know, okay. Well, I can as see they that. grow, they think, oh this is kitty stuff. I right. Oh, I can anymore. see that then. I want to be playing Call of Duty or, or Battlefield or right. You know, um, <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> but why would you co- co- close the, in- the entire game um, production company altogether? Because you can still make adult games or you know a little bit older can, games. Can you really? Or or can Ultimate Alliance really? three, and make it good. <laughs> Hint. <laughs> Mike's still mad about Ultimate Alliance too. I'm still. It was like a decade ago. I'm still angry. <laughs> I, I think I gave the game to Mike D. Mike D might have given it back to me. <laughs> Fuck you, yo. <laughs> One piece at a time. <laughs> Shout out to Mike D. That's so funny. All righty, now this is straight from the Calm the Fuck Down Vault. <laughs> oh God, that vault must be huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
Director James Gunn recently posted a photo on his Facebook page of him holding Mjolnir. Now, that's Thor's hammer for the hose at home. Mjolnir? Mjolnir. As, 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 as the cap says it. Mjolnir. <laughs> that's how I say it. I never say it right. Mike always tells me. I'm like, what? Hey, yeah. Mjolnir. Yeah. 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 It's close enough. Mjolnir. Shut up. Say Christina Aguilera again. <laughs> Of course, fanboys immediately went from flaccid to deep purple erection at the thought of <laughs> Thor showing up in the director's Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 2. But Gunn has clarified by stating, quote, the props guy just happened to have it around and I decided to take a pick with it, end quote. So, no, Thor is not in the upcoming Guardians film, which arrives in theaters May 5th, 2017. But relax. You'll get your Thor and Hulk fix six months after that when Thor Ragnarok is released on November 3rd, 2017. Okay, it's, it's, it's definitely right about to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Yo, people see things on the I'm, net. I'm like, it's just a picture. Why do you jump to this many conclusions? And they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me at the end of Christmas, I have to add something that's about in the calm the fuck down territory. Oh, okay. All righty. And uh, finally, I have, he was the greatest, and now he is the latest in a string of celebrity deaths. Cassius Clay, better known across the globe as Muhammad Ali, passed away in the late hours of Friday, June 3rd. The three-times heavyweight champion of the world died with his four daughters in attendance at his hospital bed in Scottsdale, Arizona. Cassius Clay began training when he was 12 years old. He won his first world heavyweight championship from Sonny Liston in an upset in 1964. Soon after his win, Clay converted to Islam and changed his name to Muhammad Ali. In 1966, Ali refused to be drafted into the U.S. military. He cited his religious beliefs and his opposition to American involvement in the Vietnam War. He was arrested and found guilty of draft evasion, stripped of his titles, and fined over $10,000. His conviction was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court in 1971. Uh, Ali fought and beat Joe Frazier in 71 as well in what was billed the fight of the century. In a 1974 bout known as the Rumble in the Jungle, Ali beat George Foreman to take his second heavyweight uh, championship. Ali and Frazier would fight a year later in the Thriller in Manila, where Frazier would lose by a technical knockout. Ali won his third title against Leon Spinks in 1978. Six years later, Ali was diagnosed with Parkinson's syndrome, and he spent the remainder of his days as a champion for a cure for the disease. Ali was hospitalized on June 2nd with a respiratory issue, but died the next day from septic shock. Muhammad Ali was 74. Oh, my goodness. And it's so, I mean, first off, I mean, hats off to the legend. He's inspired so many different people in boxing, in entertainment. I mean, across the board, he's just so influential. There's so many people that we think about in the world of entertainment. And I know kids who don't know certain people, but everybody knew Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah. And also, I mean, it's just it's interesting. Uh, exactly. Don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. <laughs> it's also interesting when, uh, you know, when you look at today's heroic entertainment or figures or whatever out there. And I'm like, what? Because, you know, like, oh, she's heroic. Why? Because she's not ashamed of her body type. I'm like, I, I get that. But I'm like. These people, like so many people that have passed now, I mean, they actually made statements, whether they were the first this or the first that. Or, I mean, Ali, like, I mean, as much as I love him, I didn't agree with every single statement the man yeah. made. I mean, he made quite a bit of statements in his time. But all in all, I mean, his, you know, his heart was in the right place and he made a change. He made a change for lots of people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it was just a remarkable man. And I mean, you just felt bad when you saw him, even, even 10 years ago, when you see him and you could just see that vacant look in his eyes as he was just drifting away oh my god it uh, just got sadder like i was so happy to see him but then you just got so at sad. the olympics yeah when, 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 when he when the torch he, shaking the torch. With that oh torch. my god that was horrible oh, it was horrible but, then, but, but you just felt proud to see him but you were just like my gosh you know? it's so sad to, to see how how he went out but i'm glad that he i mean he was always a fighter so he yeah. fought all the way to the end and and you know what the, the great thing about ali was one of the things they talk about is is his trash talk. His trash talk never involved cursing, but it was so yeah. it was so very poignant. Yeah. It was very on, on the money. He he could insult you without. It's almost like 
and I hate saying Cosby, but Cosby, Cosby's humor was great without cursing. Right. Muhammad Ali's um, trash talk was great without cursing. Well, again, and you, don't get, you don't see that nowadays. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just there's so much that's lost with this generation as well, because we're telling it like it is. I'm like, there's telling it like it is, but then you divide people another way. It's like, yeah. how about you can tell me a joke without the cursing? I mean, I'm not a prude about it, but it's just, right. you know, cursing isn't what's funny, you know. God damn it. You want to hear a joke without cursing? All right. So a horse walks into a fucking bar. Oh, Ouch. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Dominic puts that into a bar. <laughs> he breaks his nose in two places. Um, and it beats up the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Did he ever get his titles back after the yeah. conviction was overturned? Well, yeah. Well, because he, well, he's, he has... He, he had still, a win him back. He, he had a win well, no, back, right? has, No, because he still is... Um, he has three heavyweights. And the one he won in 64... and then 70, he, 74. No, he won the first one in 64. Oh, 64, sorry. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, 64, so then he lost his titles in uh, 66. So, but he's still considered um, with three heavyweight uh, wins, so yeah. he got them back. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean. Um, and $10,000, you were like back in 71. I was, when you said that, I was that's like. That's close to like half a, half a hundred, you know, like in that money. That's close to like saying $50,000 for just not wanting to go get killed yeah. or, or kill other people. Right. <laughs> you know. Oh man! Well, and, and also, I mean, for the younger people out there that in America, stuff like that. That I mean, you know, there's been no draft for them for thirty years now. I think mm-hmm. you know, if there was a draft now, they'd probably just kick me back. Like, we don't want you. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, well, a draft doesn't mean that everyone will get in. It just means that you're signed up. Like, uh, you know, you would, you fill out a form or something like that, and it would just say that you're now seventeen years old and that you're eligible for the draft yeah. right. for the quote unquote randomness that never seemed to hit rich people. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we need them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see someone reviewing my application and be like, Ralph, the tech? Nah, nah we don't want this guy with a gun. <laughs> Wait, he loves tanks? <laughs> that MFG, though. <laughs> he could probably piss off the enemy now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, man. Even Mendez has been trying to kill him for a year or two. <laughs> the, oh, man. The cap? Oh, this guy will be a private forever. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'll show you privates. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was leaving the platoon. He tried to tell them to duck, but five minutes later, uh, <laughs> but he finally got the word out. <laughs> they were all dead. <laughs> Duck! Wow, fuck you guys. <laughs> I was actually going to say something about me talking and then all of a sudden revealing my name and revealing my location and I'd be dead. That's what I would say. <laughs> so is that all the quick news? That's all the news I have. Yeah, and I'm representing Cassius Clay with some um, Cassius Clay gear that I bought many years ago and people are still looking for it. So. I don't know why I thought you were about to say it with some Cassius Clay makeup. <laughs> I was like, really? What really? the fuck? Why are you for? Well, you pointed at me, Ralph, what's up? You said you wanted us to remind you. Oh, like, yeah. It was, it was, it's a quick thing. It's, it's on the heels of the whole um, calm the fuck down and then it has a tie in with Muhammad Ali. Brock Lesnar um, just made a big announcement. But what? Brock Lesnar, one of the biggest um, MMA fighters slash re- he was a, he was a WWE wrestler that had a, rest, that had a real amateur wrestling background. Um, big guy. Must be like six six eight. Huge guy. Monster. Um, went to WWE to do you know sports entertainment. Then went from you know I don't want to say fake wrestling but for um, choreographed fighting to real MMA fighting, won the belt in two matches. Oh, wow. Um, left to go back to WWE years later because he had gastroentericulitis. What, what do they call that? Gastroentericulitis? Um, so, something about they had to remove like 10 feet of, of his intestines out. I think it's just called full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we're sitting there watching the, uh, watching the fight, my brother and my cousin and I. And, oh, and Big Kev. Uh, I, won't, I, I won't shout out Big Kev because I'll wait till the end of the show for that. And we're watching it. Screw and, you, Big Kev. <laughs> 
And just watching people get excited over the thought that he might go from WWE back to UFC, because usually those two brands don't cross. Right. They're two separate, you know, two separate entities, but it looks like he is. But watching people get excited, I'm like, relax. <laughs> guys, guys, relax. Relax. It, you know, you, it's possible to, to exist in two separate leagues right. and be able to, you know, fight in both of them, because one's choreographed and one's real. So yeah. we, and Look at Wolverine. He's in the X-Men and the Avengers. <laughs> 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 On that note, let's move right to... Um, uh, first segment of the show. So, um, wait a minute. Hold on, Ralph. You have any quick news? Not it's about not you. About you. <laughs> Why is it quick? It's always about me. Come on. It's never about you. It's Trust me. If it was about you, <laughs> the lowest rated podcast ever. Look, wow. look outside. You see that the sun revolves around me. Holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> Whose sun? That's fucking nasty. <laughs> the sun. Jesus Christ. Whoa. whoa. Wow. He, he's bringing religion into this. It's got a little bit too dicey right now. <laughs> Lowest rated podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go Says with God. <laughs> if that's the way God sounds, we're fucked. God sounds like the comic book guy from The Simpsons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our first half of the show, we're going to review the third installment of this recent X saga called X-Men Apocalypse. And with the synopsis, is the man whose mutant ability is the power of observation and brutal critiquing. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I have never brutally critiqued anything. You couldn't even say brutally critiquing. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Obviously, his uh, other power is bad lying. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> Alrighty. X-Men Apocalypse is the ninth installment in the X-Men franchise and a sequel to 2014's X-Men Days of Future Past and 2011's X-Men First Class. The film was directed by Brian Singer with a screenplay by uh, Simon Kinberg from a story by Singer, Michael uh, Doherty, Dan Harris, and Kinberg as well. Uh, the movie had a 144-minute runtime and cost $178 million to make. Compared to recent superhero features, Apocalypse has a modest 10-day domestic total of $116 million and a foreign total of $286 million for a worldwide total of $402 million. The film has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 48% and a Metacritic rating of 52 out of 100. Damn. Yeah, yeah, it's not doing very well that way. Nuh-uh. No. Um, all right. It's been 21 years since First Class, but you wouldn't know it by looking at the cast. <laughs> Except for a transgendered Havoc, Father Time has been very generous to our nearly 40-year-old teenagers and 60-year-old adults. The villain formerly known as Apocalypse has awoken, but he is only known as... En Sabineur, perhaps in an attempt to elude student loan collectors. Uh, <laughs> displaying an array of unexplained and convenient plot-moving abilities, the 5-9 terror of ancient Egypt bands together the nearly mute storm, the brawling angel, and the overacting Psylocke. And being the generous megalomaniac that he is, Apocalypse gives everyone a power upgrade and fighting armor. Well, except for Psylocke, who gets a one-piece bikini. Uh, Yay. In a, yeah. <laughs> in, a world, in a world where only the bald are worthy... With a Quicksilver rescue scene stolen from Futurama and a script that was obviously heavily influenced by She-Ra, the apocalypse is now. Wow. Yeah. All right. This movie is starring James McAvoy as Professor X, uh, Michael Fassbender as Magneto, Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique, Oscar Isaac as Ensabineur, apocalypse, Nicholas Holt as The Beast, Rose Byrne as Moira McTaggart, Ty Sheridan as Scott Summer Cyclops, Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Alexandra Shipp as Storm, Olivia Munn as Psylocke, Lucas Till as Havoc, Evan Peters as Quicksilver, Cody Smith McPhee as Kurt Wagner, who is also Nightcrawler, Josh Hellman as Colonel William Stryker, Ben Hardy as Angel, Lana Condor as Jubilee, who it's unimportant because she had no role in that, <laughs> and, and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yes, all right, and before we get into it, let's press um, the spoiler button, please. 
Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. <laughs> it still makes yeah. me smile. <laughs> Shout out to Steven. Happy, happy early birthday to you, Steve. So um, happy birthday, man. Um, yeah, whatever. If, if you listen to this on your birthday, happy birthday. He ain't listen to us. If you listen to it afterwards, happy belated. <laughs> and, and if he goes on Aaron's schedule, happy way belated. <laughs> it, it's July when you're hearing this. <laughs> if you get it on Aaron's schedule, we'll be saying this at your eulogy. Oh, <laughs> oh he said you're old. <laughs> he, he said after 60, there's no turning back. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, that was you said it, not me. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Speaking of saying things, <laughs> all right, so let's get into X Men Apocalypse. First, let me tell you all that jokes around uh, me sleeping on the couch is because Gigi got mad at me because I didn't you know I wasn't able to take her or I'm sorry she had to miss the movie so I went without her she gave me hell about it for like that whole weekend so you see what you fans you see what I do for this podcast I risk my marriage and happiness and <laughs> able to review this movie so this shit better be good let's talk about X-Men Apocalypse I had to get that off my chest all right yeah, just to let you know, he didn't look like he was missing his wife at the movie theater, by the way. <laughs> he did not. Big smile on his face. I, I, I guess Mike was looking at me more than the movie, and that tells you about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and second off, no, that's not true. For those who are saying, ooh, ooh. Shout out to Bosh, who was like the last podcast. Like, wow, you're going to get in trouble with all the things you say. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, dad brain strikes again. Right, right, right. Of course. <laughs> so, anyhow. So, anyhow. X-Men Apocalypse. Um, the first thing I'll say is we've been down this road before, guys, right? We've been down the road third installment of a Brian Singer trilogy, except Brian Singer stuck around for this one. Yeah, he did. But, you know, all I have to say is from last podcast, I was right. Fuck you, Brian Singer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's, let's start it off. Um, there's a lot of mixed reviews about this. Yeah. People either hate it or they hate it more. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that bad. But there is a lot of mixture. It wasn't Batman, yeah. Superman. Batman. Oh God, no! But it definitely it wasn't polarizing. It wasn't like the extremes. No, but you had like all different shades of like you know. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. Oh, it was really good. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, it wasn't bad. Which made me going into the movie. How did you guys feel going into the movie? I know I felt, I felt like you know, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. I was very open. I was like, all right, let's see what kind of shit you're giving me this time. And then I'm like, okay. All right. I went in exactly like I said about a year or so ago when they announced it. I went in expecting exactly what I got, <laughs> which was an okay movie. <laughs> you know, an okay movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's go. Let's go with uh, already. You know what I like to go with. What did you like about the movie? What was things that struck you as this movie was interesting or, or good because blank? Um, I mean, I like that they were trying to reboot our normal X Men you know, uh, lineup. Right. Um, I, I did like the attempt at that, um, basically, you know, to try and breathe new life and with younger staff, you know, um, a, a younger cast, which means now you can at least make more films. Right. So I like that attempt as, as opposed to sticking with all the old timers and you're like, okay, where are you going to go with this? You know, right. um, I appreciated that. I also appreciated seeing some, uh, some more characters again from the X-Men universe. I love the way you use the, use the word appreciate. Like someone would use the word like trying to sell somebody's dinner. I appreciate the fact that you try to feed me. Yeah, that's, but that <laughs> is what it's like. like. Shit. Yeah, I mean it's it's because it's never it's never done well. Like it's the X Men movies that have tried to bring in like I mean particularly three X Men three did a lot of what like uh, this last X Men movie did, which is it tried to go like oh here's some other just you know by the way mutants and you're like but if it, they're not important to the story. 
you're not doing them fanboy service. So <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, you're actually doing more harm than good in introducing these characters. Like Caliban. Yeah, like you know, like it's. It, you're doing more harm than good introducing it, so I'd rather not have it. You know, if you're yeah. gonna give me a wink and a nod, then name somebody after like name some kid Chris Claremont, and you'd be like, oh, ho! you yeah. know, or something like that. You know, Caliban. Caliban does not know what you speak of. Caliban does not know this. <laughs> poor Caliban. <laughs> <laughs> well, that char- that character was poor, and then yeah. the movie was even poorer. Yeah. How'd you feel, Ralph? What things do you liked? I enjoyed the whole Quicksilver scene. That was hilarious. They. Every time they do a Quicksilver scene like that, it's like it's great. And, and again, I mean, I enjoyed it, but my problem is, and not this is not a, a bad part to the movie. It's still going because I did enjoy the scene. It's just that I shouldn't be waiting for that scene because that's really what you're waiting for in that movie. Yeah. Like, and that's not good. It's like so. This is what you're able to build your franchise around, which is a five minute scene in two different movies. It's, it's not a good sign. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, I feel like, but, they, but they were good scenes. It I, was really great. Because we're still on good, I won't talk. I'll, I'll I'll change the tone of what I'm gonna make the statement. Like, um, Quicksilver is kind of like a one trip pony, right? And that's the other problem with it. You know, like like it's they tried to get a little bit deeper with him. They gave him some more airtime. They they you know, but it still felt like you know all he is for is comic relief and to do these you know that that particular effect, right? And and that's all he, it is. He did kick a little ass, and he and he did get stopped, which we'll, we'll talk yeah. about at some point. Mm-hmm. Which I was I'm glad. I thought that he was gonna be the savior of the whole thing. I'm like. <laughs> I remember turning to you saying, with the way they've built him, he may as well just be. I mean, because the the speed that he moves at, I mean, not this is just being geeky. I mean, Quicksilver does not move that fast. I mean, he's he's because you figure, you know, having seen the movie and, you know, this is enough time for you to have seen the movie. um, I'm not giving away everything, but it's he's nearly moving faster than the light from an explosion, which means he's traveling nearly faster than light. light, You know, and first of all, you could travel that fast. That's said and done. You're like in their world, especially you're it. There is just nothing better than you because again, hitting something at that speed or whatever, you're just going to obliterate anything. But of course, they don't use it in that way. Mm-hmm. They 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 play him that he's moving nearly at the speed of light, but at the same time, they act like he's moving fast, but not quite that fast. You know, right? And it's a weird kind of like I'm like you need consistency, and that's where you know I, I I want that. You know, they make it seem more like it's like. Uh he can only do it in bursts, you know? Right. Whereas, like, he could only move that, that fast for a while. But at the same time, they don't state that. I wish, yeah. I wish yeah. they would have made that the explanation because then you'd be, it'd be a little bit more palatable. Because right. it, would, it, would, like, it would seem like after he does that, if he starts, like, you know, like, whew, like, you know, like, that right. really took a lot out yeah. of me or something like that, you know? I mean, yeah. for, for me, there was a lot of things that I liked. I mean, I liked the opening sequence in Egypt, which I didn't think I was going to like. Yes, the yeah. opening sequence was, was really ass. good. Like, I'm just sitting there, when I'm watching the opening sequence, it only lasted, I think, eight or nine minutes. But the opening sequence, I'm watching this and I'm going, you know, I, my hopeful part of my mind is going, the rest of the movie is like this. I don't understand why anyone's having a problem with this yeah. movie. But the rest of the movie wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that part was kick-ass. The introduction to Cyclops was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there was a lot of things. I mean, I mean so, it, was, it was a little melodramatic. But it was, yeah, but, but, but it was better than my girl. Yeah, but it was, be- it was better than what we got in um, X-Men Origins um, Wolverine. Right, everything was better than what we got in X Men Origins. <laughs> but they had Cyclops in there and with Sabretooth. Remember that? Right. So, th- so I'm like, okay, you gave me a, just a straight, and they did something different with Cyclops. They played him a little bit differently, not as straight. Right. Um, not as straight laced, not as um, like by the book, which was interesting. I mean, I don't know if I liked it, but it was yeah, something. It was one of those weird things where I'm like, eh. you're, you're trying to make him have it because you got right. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, cap- spoilers. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> hey, it wasn't you this time. <laughs> you looking at my girl cap? Huh? Is something wrong with your eyes? 
Well, you looking at my girl? I didn't realize your girl was your hand. <laughs> I was looking at your hand. I guess that says it all. <laughs> Fuck you too. But basically, what I'm saying is, I feel like there's a lot of things that I did like. Visually, I liked a lot of things. Um, okay. Visually, like things that looked very consistent with the comic book. And you know, like, I don't want to give away too much, but certain costumes, certain things, like okay, that's right. great. Now. Did it serve its purpose for the movie? That's another story. Right. It's like okay, well, just the fact that it looks like right off of Jim Lee's pencils onto a onto a movie screen. Okay. Holy shit, that looks fantastic. But then there are things that like you know didn't work. I mean, they made Angel a little bit more formidable. Yeah. B- better than X three. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just that the Angel story storyline just it was one two three. But like I said, we'll get around to that. Well, in the well moment, we am yeah, because when we talk about the things we don't like, that's definitely one. Yeah. I mean. I, there's a lot of one, two, threes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the thing that everyone wants to hear about. Me? Psylocke's costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. The thing is, like, she barely has Giggity. any screen time. I like, I mean, like, no, what I mean is that, like, everyone's acting like, you know, she was, you know, featured in the film. I'm like, you saw her for, like, what, five minutes max? Yes, but those five <laughs> minutes showed quite really? a lot. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I've, like, I, I, have, I have sort of, like... Uh, Quicksilver's power, where I'm not actually moving fast, but my eyes are. So no, no, you, you have a certain kind of you have a certain kind of horniness where, <laughs> where a certain girl comes on the screen, you kind of gravitate to her. I can I can slow time down in my mind, and I can take in everything. Hope hope your coming works that way too. <laughs> I, I mean, she was okay, but I mean, just I like the costume itself. But you know, like I said, let's get to the things. It was true to the comics. That I liked a lot of things that were true to the comics that looked, but like I said, when you look at it and say, "Okay, wow, that's, that's nice," then you think about it as, "Well, does it work in this world?" Yeah, and then you're like, or in their situations, like, would like you said in the synopsis, everybody's armored up, and here's Psylocke with like a one piece bikini. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's my see my argument, which is you know, which is just so ridiculous when when it comes to the fanboys, and I, when I say fanboys, I actually do mean the fanboys this time, which is they're like, oh yeah, her costume was great, you know, well, was, you know, they honored, the, they respected the the you know the the material. That I'm like, really? Because you're the same person that argued how ridiculous it would look for Wolverine to be in a yellow costume. Yeah. I'm like, so you're telling me that it makes sense that a woman with a samurai blade is going to go out fighting people with vast amount of powers and destruction going around her in a bikini with her no. ass cheeks hanging out? Yeah, yeah. it's like that that's makes just, perfect yeah. sense. It's you know. called the power of distraction. But, you distract but, your enemy right. with your assets and, and then like you know that's the thing and, and as much as i know that you may love your niece that's the world that you're telling her is okay and that's what i'm saying so listen like, if she, she wants to wear a one-piece bikini and go fighting with a samurai sword that's her prerogative i <laughs> then i say that you'll make a horrible father with a daughter <laughs> also remember this is me so or let's just say when you're a dad and you have a daughter everyone go see ralph's daughter at the strip <laughs> club because that's where he'll be encouraging her to work and listen, now on the stage Psylocke. <laughs> if she can make Raffaella, money, the tech <laughs> <laughs> If she can make the money, by all means, go right away. If that's what she She'll wants to do. She'll show you where her motherboard is. Oh, my God. That's what I'm <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> so that was a good one. That was a good one. Wow, I got a good one for Ralph. It's a good day today. <laughs> I'll be sleeping on the couch maybe one more day. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about things that you had problems with. Deep breath. Okay, let's go. Um, what, what are some things that you had problems with or you felt like didn't fit or just were god-awful? Um, okay, let's just start early on, which is not in the first nine minutes, but let's just start with activating Apocalypse. Yeah. Sunlight? So, right. That, well, fine. It's fine. That's sunlight hitting um, this piece of the pyramid machinery that we have no idea where the machinery came from. Now, remember, we're not fanboys talking about this right. movie. We have no idea yeah, why he yeah. has this electronic pyramid because, first of all, he didn't have an electronic pyramid in the well, comics anyway, but we don't know where this comes from. It's a solar-powered pyramid. 
Yeah, but it's still it's still tech. It's still <laughs> tech. You know, and it, I it, mean, for for fanboys, we know that it's alien technology, or could be alien technology, well, but it's supposed to be alien technology. But it's not even inferred. Listen, right. everyone knows the solar capabilities of gold. Come on, this is yeah, common exactly. knowledge. You learn this stuff in pre K. Every time women wear earrings, they get supercharged. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But anyhow, so it's just I, I had no problem with the fact that it's sunlight that's engaging this thing because I'm like, whatever, this is the story you're setting up. I mean I had a problem with the technology, but that's neither here nor there. But my problem is is that um, William Taggart walks down, she removes the rug, walks down to the cellar. Right. You're telling me that in however many hundreds of years that tunnel's been down there, no one just didn't leave it open, leave it open yeah. for a second even and get a little sunlight down there it never happened ever like 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 for instance they had to build the tunnel they had to be able to go down there yeah. <laughs> and they had to leave it open for the air to airflow. see and to see yeah. <laughs> you know so i'm like so he just never popped up in all this time okay <laughs> <laughs> this is the story you want to tell me you know? i guess he couldn't get it up until that time i guess not you, you you waited for that one, didn't you? <laughs> um, so that was one that so that started off early for me because that's you know that's within the okay. first half an hour. I, I feel, I feel <laughs> you. Know? Um, I'll I'll throw out there, and I know I'm 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 trying to jump the gun, but we're talking about things we didn't like. I didn't like the the shallowness of certain characters: Nightcrawler, yeah. Storm, Psylocke, um, Angel. Yeah, all people that once again were not fanboys, or, or at least I'm saying to the to the average um, viewer. You don't know these people's histories. Nobody knows Nightcrawler's history unless they watch X two or seen the or seen the the cartoon of the comic book, and it could still vary. Right. And same thing with Angel and Psylocke and all these. But they introduce them, and you don't understand why they want to go with Apocalypse. I mean, they they, they give they a little bit, of, but they, they don't give really a little any bit of story like, explanation. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of oh well, she's scared the shit out of him. You know, she, she he's scared the shit out of her because he put somebody into a wall and he caught her stealing, and he says I can give you power. Right. But, That's at, the, it? but at the same time, like. You're almost when you're watching what when you're watching Apocalypse gather his team, you're assuming at this point. I mean, like, I mean, I, I mean, was I the only one to assume that that he's making them evil, like you know, making them more right. beating? But he wasn't. Now that's the thing is, yeah, but, they went willingly, right, right, right. But but then but, but they turned so immediately. Yes, it, it wasn't just like you know, it wasn't like oh you know I've just had a crappy kind of life. It was just suddenly like oh now I've got increased powers, which of course was stupid as well. Um, let's just go fuck over the world. Like I'm like, I, it was just so random. It was like whatever. I, I didn't think it was stupid. I just feel like they they, they lacked in, in the execution of because expl- if if you're saying Apocalypse can do that, then fine. That he can enhance somebody's powers. Well, I, I, well I, I, it's one of his many again convenient and plot yeah. moving powers because they don't explain. All they say is that he's acquired powers by taking over people. But over time, same, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he's been asleep for six thousand years. So he's how, missed out on a couple. Right. You know, so my question is like, well, okay, well, how many, how long has he been around? Because in the, remember in the, the crawler that we saw, he was in a human form moving the stuff to make the pyramids. Right. So that's around the time that he started to look like apocalypse, you're assuming. Yeah. So in, when they were actually uh, discussing it, when Professor X was looking to, to find them and she, he meets up with um, Agent, what was her name? McTaggart. Yeah, McTaggart. Yeah, McTaggart. Mm-hmm. She, she explains that he's been around since uh, before, since uh, times, uh, since like Sumerian times during like Mesopotamia and stuff like that. That was way before Egypt. Right. So that, that's what she's saying that he's, he's been around so. for that long. Yeah. You know, it just, it just was very convoluted. And also then like, you know, and I mentioned this, at, you know, at the things that like, for instance, one of his powers, which remember, he's been asleep for 6,000 years. So I don't care when you tell me he got his power. It was 6,000 years ago. And then further past. It's like, so one of his powers though was to evidently 
electronically move through things and gather the information into his mind. Yeah. What kind of a useful power was that? For me? Like, like, <laughs> like, you wouldn't even notice this person was a mutant. <laughs> like, think about it. My ability is to go through electrical lines. There's no electricity. Oh, radio <laughs> radio <laughs> you know? waves. Yeah, you're like, there, there's just none, none of that going on. You know, you're not a mutant. You're just a guy that believes he is. So it sounds like not only we had problems with, with the introduction of the newer characters, but we had a problem with Apocalypse altogether. Well, Apocalypse, yeah, he was a, kind of a faulty character. But going back to the, the, uh, the mutants when he was gathering, though... Um, the, the the mutants. I mean, and when you realize that they are our core team of X Men, not just because we know that, but I mean, we were introduced to them as the X Men when you know when we finalized. I know nothing about any of them. Like they did not give me any interesting tidbits of their backstory besides enough to go situation. This is probably why they don't like people. Blah blah blah. Like I know nothing else about these people. Well, because they made it more about the Michael Fassbender show and yeah. and, and, and and um what's the name Professor X and all those right. guys. What were you gonna say, Ralph? I'm sorry. That whole, like, where they just really quick go with Apocalypse reminded me of this video that I saw online where this guy was uh, trying to say, don't date uh, gold diggers. So he he goes on a date with this girl and... Oh, yeah. And then acts like, you know, he ain't got no... Uh, he's like, um, he's like, do you want to go to Vegas with me? And she's like, I can't go to Vegas with you. I just met you. It's like, you sure you don't want to go to Vegas? It's like, yeah, I can. And then a limo pulls up and he's like... Oh, I gotta go. My jet is waiting for me. They say, "Wait, you have a jet? I see your limo. Oh, can I go with you?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick turns. Like what? I guess they, maybe that is what they were trying to do. It just it just made no sense, and I I just didn't care about the characters because I had no reason to. It was all about. I mean, honestly, it was all about the thing that I enjoyed about it. Also, was the thing that I didn't like about it. It was really good looking in certain ways because like a lot of the characters looked like Storm looked like Storm. And that was pretty cool. But, but then really, she, with her dark hair, that that now <laughs> that we're, she, that we're now you. to realize that Apocalypse is the reason that she has blonde hair. Yeah. Which, okay, derail for a second because we're I'm going to go back to our again our last podcast where I was like fuck you, Brian Singer, and and the cap gave me a you know, what was what was the other option? It was either fuck you or oh, or thank you, thank you. You gave a thank you for his love of continuity. All right. So, since Brian Singer, a writer of this film is telling us how Storm has become who she is. That means that the 1999 X-Men have already met Apocalypse. Yeah. Because otherwise, she wasn't born with that hair. Right. <laughs> well, also remember... Because she wouldn't have just gone blonde on her own, like just went blonde. So I'm sitting there like, so you're telling me that they fought Apocalypse and that, but that was not enough to bring them together, like you know, or, but or, also or the remember, world. But also, remember, everything's been retconned after after Days of Future Past, right? But so, so that adventure didn't happen, right? It, but still, yeah. You you see again, this is not the problem. The problem is not Storm with platinum hair. Yes, yeah. the problem is Storm did not have platinum hair, right? So, what would what would changing Days of Future Past have to do with her being born with platinum hair? Well, you see, because she would remember, she would already been ah, before anyone goes. She's older than ten years old. Yes. She would have been born already, right? At in seventy three when they went back in time, right? So them going back then would never have affected her birth, right? <laughs> you know, so for her, that means again that in nineteen ninety nine, in order for her to have blonde hair, she would have had to have already met Apocalypse because he's the reason she has the blonde hair, or she could have gotten a really strong shock. Yeah, that that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Moving but along. Said, so that was also like one of these things when I'm watching this film and I'm just like, dude, I mean, I know you're trying to rebuild the universe after the one movie that you're kind of responsible for having happened, X3. Right. Um, but it, you, now you're starting to play with stuff that just, it, it, there was no purpose 
there was even that's the other thing too. There was no purpose for her to have not been platinum blonde. What was the purpose of Apocalypse? Right. Like like why didn't he touch Psylocke and she turned blonde? Like does he only like black women with blonde hair? <laughs> like, because when you think about it, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> you well, know? Once again, it's convenience. Yeah. Apparently, Apocalypse is very racist, and he said, "You know what? You have black hair. I don't like that. I'm going to give you blonde hair." Um. And then she went, "But Psylocke is like, shut the fuck up, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, get an and get an accent." <laughs> he says, "Psylocke is white. I'm going to leave her like that. She's okay." <laughs> All right, you need blonde hair. (laughs) All right, all right, gentlemen. What else are things that we did not like? I mean, Apocalypse look. Everybody made a big deal about the look when when they was sending out the first shots of him being purple, and I feel like it was improved from what they showed in the beginning. But he looked like you mean he was wearing face paint? Yeah, he looked like one of the Darths. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, like he just—it was like you know, Darth Nur. What was his um his uh his name? En Sabanur. En Sabanur, yeah. Darth and Sabiner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it looked, just looked bad. And then it's funny what, like you said in the synopsis, he's all a 5'9". Yeah. You mean to tell me you couldn't find an actor that was at least 6'2"? Just put him in some stilts. <laughs> like this, put him on a race platform. It was just, it was very, he was not, that's the thing, he was not intimidating. And also, or just the fa- perspective. Yeah, actually, exactly. Yeah. Um, he, you know, like they do in the poster when he's choking out Mystique. Yeah. Like in that, he looks like he's a giant. And yeah, like, he no, looked, and it was pretty good. Yeah, um, but it's, also, like with the the look of his makeup, it's you could see the definite prosthetic of his forehead. Yeah, yeah. It mean it was an obvious prosthetic. Like, to the point you're like, what? You couldn't do this any better, you know. So like, it was that kind of stuff like just kind of bothered me. It felt a little shoddy, um, in that sense. Um, were, you know what happened was they wasted most of their money in getting Olivia Munn to agree to wear that one piece. You still on Olivia Munn? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let, 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 let. Oh, by the way, uh, so. Was it just because I talked to some other people and people and people amazingly were like, oh, I didn't even think that the moment that we saw how Apocalypse um, regenerates or stays who he is, which is the, in this chamber of this pyramid, uh, you know, when he lays on one chamber, he gets a mutant of whatever ability and he swaps basically essence into well, that well, ability. He doesn't you know. swap. He just takes over. He yeah. transfers his own consciousness. Right. Yeah. He just body. takes over the body. Um, but that mutant was bald. But yeah. the moment I saw him there, I'm like. Oh, this must be where Charles loses his hair, and that means that at some point, Apocalypse is going to try and take him over as well. So that yeah. was so basically, I figured that out in six minutes of the first nine minutes of the thing. I, and and sure enough, and I'm like, when his hair went off, I'm like, so you just don't like hair? What is it with you and hair? So men should be bald, and black women should be blonde. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I don't get this because he he gives um, uh, Angel a mohawk. Yeah, he, he cuts his hair off. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a bad mohawk too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm like, I'm like, it's like Apocalypse was like just a frustrated um, like hairstylist. <laughs> you know, one thing that was really cool. Um, I feel like Magneto's side story was pretty good. It was okay. I mean, it was. I mean, I, I mean, I'm tired of them just shitting on him just for the emotional. Um, the emotional. Yeah, they kind of we're going to have. They I mean, kind of went to the well. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. come on, guys. I mean, well, especially. With what happens to his family there. You're just like, oh, come on. What's the chance? One like, arrow? You know? Yeah. One arrow. Yeah. Even yeah. Arrow's like, really? <laughs> One <laughs> arrow? Yeah. Oh, we, please. You know, you know Stephen Amell was like, you failed that movie. <laughs> 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 you know? um, yeah. It was just one of these things where I'm just like, come on, guys. I mean, I, I know you're saying that this is why he's angry. But then his, it's, his reaction was just too much. Because now, again, we, now, this is an interesting debate. And, I, and there is no right or wrong. Because it's, you can't tell with the movie. I can only go, though, with... It's what Apocalypse did. I mean, there's the argument of, I believe that he increased Magneto's power. And other people were saying, oh, no, because he said that he has the power within him. I'm like, well, but I don't know if he meant it literally. I think he just means you have the power, but here's a boost. 
But, you know, neither here nor there. But it's just like, so I understand you're kind of mad at the world and everything like that. But the, <laughs> the level of destruction, and we, we actually got into a mini debate, you know, afterwards. I remember after the movie, I'm like, the level of destruction of Agneto causes, and I don't mean destruction as in she just knocked down houses, which he knocks down tons. Um, the amount of people, because, you know, there wasn't even the, the, the everyone run out of that building right now. Luckily, <laughs> it was empty. You know, like he's destroying hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of buildings and roads and high rises and da 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 and his his destruction which means you're destroying hundreds of thousands of people i don't care what i think about you meaning i'm charles xavier you're a killer there is no redemption for this guy and that's the thing i had with this this movie is that they they wanted to give us that extra oomph and that they made him such a killer that i'm like well i can't feel bad for him now like, you, you know what I mean? You felt bad when you saw the initial thing that that's the last straw kind of a thing for him with his family dying. But this reaction was just like, well, I, I can't. I'm sorry. You know, like. Yeah, but, but isn't that Charles Xavier's um, one weakness? The fact that, you know, in, in the comic books, he would always want to give anybody a chance, even like a person like Sabretooth and Mystique. Or well, like, except for Apocalypse, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, but, but that's my whole problem. Yeah. It's like, I'm willing to give everyone a chance. Well, except for the bad guy. I mean, which Eric is. I mean, he's, he's the epitome. He, you figure by this point in what we saw with this movie, he had to have killed more people than Hitler. Had to have. Or, or Superman and Zod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so think about it. He, he has wiped out more people than most, like, you know, dictators have in history. And yet Apocalypse was the bad guy? I mean, I'm like, I mean, he was, but I'm like, I, I don't even know where to compare this. It's, it's just like, you know, like, for instance, I mean, and I mean, it's a horrible thing, but I'm intentionally, you know, using this example. Like, imagine it's your best friend, and you're at the funeral. They've lost their child to a to a horrible weather accident, or they were murdered. Yes, you can understand the grief. You can even understand in the middle of the funeral, they got up and hit some people. You might even take it that they had a weapon and shot someone. Maybe I mean, maybe. But imagine that same friend went out and just killed three thousand people. Just started shooting them randomly. Are you going to be like, oh, I understand, poor guy? <laughs> After a while, you're just like, no. There's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? Like it's, and that's where they went with Magneto. It's just like you've now turned into such a mass murderer. I, I, I can't relate to you as an audience member because you've, you've gone way too far. If you just killed a few extra people, like you've killed the guys that you felt were responsible and maybe a handful of others. You know, I'm like, oh, grief, movies, you know, you know but it, it was just too much for me. I, hmm. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't feel for him any longer. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Ralph? Do you agree? Disagree? Uh, yeah. Well, he said he was sorry at the end, right? So, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I said oh, everything's I'm okay. Oh, and, okay, and, Maggie. And, and those were all, you know, nameless deaths that we didn't even see. So it doesn't really, you know, give us. An <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't count on the stat sheet, right? <laughs> but the, the, the funny part is, you know, that's exactly though what the filmmakers are saying. Though they're like, oh, well, it's nameless death, so that's unimportant. And they, and they, and mostly, you notice they they try to really avoid showing a lot of destruction in the United States, even yeah. though you know because we know the way it, his power is working, it was affecting the world. But like they would just show us like Africa, Sydney, Europe, like you know, Asia, France. Yeah, France, 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 France. Yeah, <laughs> right. Australia. No, who cares about a penal colony? I mean, and then on. San Francisco. What are you talking about? I mean, that's near New Zealand. And without New Zealand, uh, there's going to be no Zena. Yeah, that's true. That true. Oh, please destroy New Zealand then. <laughs> please. Hater. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of hater, do you think people were hating too hard on Jennifer Lawrence's portrayal of Mystique this time around? And do you oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that they were. What were um, people were basically saying that you know she was not playing Mystique. No, she she was, was playing Jennifer Lawrence. She was. 
you know, doing the whole her stoic pose and her, you know, like she was. I mean, it, it wasn't mystique by this. I mean, the, the, again, I understand this is not the comic book, and I understand this is their own universe, but still, we were already introduced to mystique. Yeah. And again, you know, we know what eventually happened in 1973, but it's it's just that the, the story they built it's just one of those deals of like if it wasn't Jennifer Lawrence and if this wasn't like if that wasn't for fanboys drooling over her being in her nearly naked state of plastic prosthetics it's like you know it's if you really think about it her storyline doesn't really make a lot of sense in the movie franchise like she was a, just a henchman to Magneto kind of a thing when we saw her in X-Men you know 1, 2, and 3 right. to this like oh she's really integral to the story and you're like <laughs> it's, just like a, it's like she's integral because she's Jennifer Lawrence. Like yeah. not, it's like the story doesn't feel like Mystique. It just it doesn't feel like a Mystique story. It feels like a she's hot commodity story. So put her on there, and because the story is really about Magneto and Xavier, we know that. Right. But it was just like then why is she so important? Because they're not even fighting over her. Yeah. Which not, is really not interesting. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is actually kind of interesting. They're not even fighting over her. You know. And they both had her. They're like, ah, oh, we don't want anymore. <laughs> you guys want her? Go ahead, sloppy thirds. So. Yeah. Um, let me bring up this point before we start talking about maybe bringing it to ratings. Um, what about the 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 um, the climax where Psycho? Uh. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> no. Where where Professor X is, is um, battling um, Apocalypse I was, it, I on was, an astral plane, and then Jean fights and, and does her thing. And I'll leave it at that. Right. Ralph, I was gonna comment on that on how the, how the fuck? Wait, so Professor X is. The world's greatest psychic, right? He's the greatest. Yeah, he's the world's he's, greatest he's the, mutant the mind. The strongest, right? Yeah, super strong. Yeah. Supposedly, uh, uh, the, the comic always debates saying that Jean was always stronger. Um, well, that that was retconned eventually to excuse crap because that's the, that, it's just like that's his only thing. He is the world's strongest mutant mind. You know. Okay. See, right. So so so, so yeah. he's the world's strongest mutant mind. Right. Why the fuck is Apocalypse kicking his ass in in? Right. in Believe me, I, I said in the same his thing. mindscape. Yeah. Oh well, well because, no, because they tried to explain that at that point he had acquired some of Xavier's ability. That's what they tried. I think they even said it. If not, they tried to heavily allude to it because by that point he had already been through. He had started the process on Xavier. Remember? Because that's why they were connected. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm, I agree with you. I'm just saying what the movie's trying to say. Right. But I agree. You know? And then he's like, and then the fact that it takes Gene at least, what was that, like 10 minutes? He says, Gene, help me. I'm busy. And she's just <laughs> staring at him like, Gene, help me. I'm watching my <laughs> show. <laughs> Gene, if you could only... I'm making a hot pocket. <laughs> Gene, I got 30 bucks in my pocket if you help me. Fine. I am online for NYCC <laughs> tickets, and I am not losing my place right now. <laughs> oh, but you didn't get a profile, Gene. You're screwed. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Xavier. I told you to remind me. It took her forever to start helping. I was like, are you serious? What are you waiting for? The, you want an engraved invitation? It was, it was Gene, the, I won't bad touch you again when you're sleeping. Oh my Help God. me. It was, it was the longest. Yeah, that was pretty over the line. Wow, but yeah, I'm I'm watching her get into battle, and it, or at least that part of the battle that was like the longest forty five seconds to a minute. Yeah, you know her walking over, the flashing back to the apocalypse, flashing back to to Charles, watching Jean come into the battle, hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, oh yeah, and I'm like, this is the slowest fucking walk. <laughs> yeah, he should just eventually he's just been like, Jean, you bitch. <laughs> 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 After she's done, smacks her about fucking time. <laughs> you know what this is? This is my ring finger, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. 
yeah, that that was just because it was a build up and it was a build up to something that I, I'm like, look, Brian Singer, I, dude, I don't know what your deal is. I don't know what lack of storytelling you have, but if this is your go to high point that you could not wait to blow your load in this movie, I I, I just don't get it. I, you know? I'll say this for for what it was, and, and I'm gonna stick by my my, my guns on this one. To see it hap- um to see what happened and to be closer to comic book form than X three didn't a lot right. of the listeners will probably know what I'm referring to right. by this point already. It looked impressive. But for that to be what it was, it was like, no, that's not how it oh, would yeah. go. Well, yeah. well the look again, the look was impressive. It's just that the, they're they're destroying the story of Jean Grey and what she's eventually or actually really it's not actually ever her eventually able to do. I'm fine that again. This is the world that you're creating, but it's it's this just seemed to be the point of your movie. It's just like you know, I, I don't understand what this wet dream you have of this. Just give me a good movie, you know. Right. I should be building into things, not just like throw it all in this movie right now. My <laughs> God, they'll never watch another one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that's what it just kind of felt like, you know. Uh, you know, by the end, and also with, with the ending, it's just like so. Apocalypse um, supercharged all these people. Are, they all seem supercharged. Like, and so I'm like, so if Xavier was powerful before, so he must be fucking awesome at power. I mean, think about it. And again, you know they're not going to do this, but Storm still has her power. You know, Magneto seemed to be able to do what he is able to do. I mean, granted, he's powerful anyhow. Um, Angel still has his wings. So that didn't, which by the way, I what power he had from what mutant to change organic matter into metal and then make it into operable machinery is beyond me. What ability he acquired? Well, it's it's an know. organic metal. No, but yeah, but sort it, of like Colossus, I suppose. But but it's not just organic metal because it's also reproducing itself because he's firing pinions out of it, yeah, and then a, he still a, can fly. That's why. Right. Then he's but he's flying with metal, which means it's an organic metal. But, yeah, but yeah, but, but he's, he's, he's flying. He's but it, lightweight. Yeah, but it grows back at at a fast rate. He shoots these feathers off. You don't see him like, oh shit, I gotta go reload. You know, and fall down. Yeah, that's he, why it's organic. Yeah, but organic. Does the, it's not speedy organic. Saying organic sh- doesn't mean... Stop that, looking behind the curtain. <laughs> saying organic doesn't mean that something just instantaneously happens. Stop <laughs> looking behind the curtain. You know, it's just one of the things. But, um, <laughs> but what I'm saying, though, is that you had all this so that if you're telling me that everyone's retained whatever he did to them, then that means that Xavier no longer needs Cerebro. Right. Because remember, with Apocalypse, he touched every single human mind on this planet. And if he charged up Charles... And everyone else got their powers and well, they no, kept a, them. Apparently, well, if you look at it closely, he said, with my help, you right. can reach the mind. But he wasn't saying that he was giving him the power. That he was like but, but he didn't amplifying say he didn't. it. Right. He amplified everyone's the power. Signal. I don't know. Right. But no, no. And again, I agree. That's probably what they're, they're trying. What I'm saying, right. though, is that that is what he did to everybody. He amplified their powers. But I'm like, everyone else got to keep their amplification. So does he? <laughs> you know? There's a lot of questions. And the answer, of course, is no, he won't. Right. (laughs) Do you ever wonder if Professor X just is, you know, like some nights he's really like lonely and he's just looking in at women while they're undressing or something? Okay, let's go to let's go to rename this movie. (laughs) Because it's like that's just creepy as fuck, bro. Yeah. But that was Havoc that that brought it up. He's like, did you ever look her up? It's like, oh, by by the way, maybe once or twice. But that that brings us to a point, not the creepy point. Uh, But the, (laughs) the other point is this. So. Here, here's something. Let's just ask this question to the movie. Um, you have, you have, uh, you have Magneto. Horrible things he's done prior to Apocalypse. Right. Prior to his mass murder of people, an untold amount. Just all the horrible things he's done. You know what would have been cool? 
Charles should just wipe his memory of all these things, right? I mean, I'm not saying that that has to happen, but, you know, worst case scenario, right? Or should he wipe the memory of a woman he kissed? <laughs> oh, so let's right. think about this. Let's see. You have no problem going, uh, I'll, just let, I'll just take away all your memories of all this stuff that happened, but I'll let my mass murdering friend, who's unstable as fuck, <laughs> go out and try and live a life and hope for the best. <laughs> I don't know, Xavier. You, you got to have your, your wife. He just has something about Magneto he loves. <laughs> you know, Or... You know, somehow get a super powered boost and erase that from everyone's mind in the world. Yeah, you think that'd be better. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. All right. Anything else before we go to the renaming and ratings? Nope. Uh, yeah. What? Psylocke. Okay. Okay. You leave that for ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Who whistles like that anymore? Uh, the the, the wolf and all the droopy dog heart yes. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. So let's go to it. Renaming the movie. I have a vote for X-Men Apocalypse. Mocking Mystique J. Because <laughs> every time I feel like she was in a pose. They even changed the dialogue between her and Cyclops where he goes, what if some of us can't control our powers? In the, car, in, in the commercial, she says it with confidence and like a little bit of arrogance. Then don't. Right. In the movie, she's like, then don't. I was like, what? It totally changes the direction of what like, she yeah. meant. Like, wow. So I'm going with <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse, uh, Mocking Mystique J. <laughs> Ralph. I'm going to go with X-Men Apocalypse. Gene, when I ask for help, I mean now. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, definitely. God damn it, Charles. If you involve me one more time, <laughs> I'm going to lock the wheels in your wheelchair. <laughs> Mike. Um, X-Men, continuity, be damned. <laughs> continuity, be fucked. How about that one? Yeah. They, by the, what was the purpose of Jubilee? Like, what? They kept just, showing just, her. She did say one so word. write in a car. No, I think it. also to show that, you know, they were in the 80s and it's proof, you know, in the 80s. What, that there was Asians in the 80s? <laughs> Wait, there's Asians in the 80s? You know, I mean, it, it was just like, they went out of their way. I mean, think about it. They went out of their way in every commercial to show us Jubilee. Who is one of the most unliked characters in the X-Men franchise, by the way, you know. By, she's by, she's oh, around. By, she's by around. older she's X-Men like. fans. And the, the people who grew up with the 90s X-Men cartoon love Jubilee. I don't know if they really love her or if she's just there. I mean, no, like, no. they're just used to her, but she I, doesn't I, do I hear, anything. I hear a lot of people who are, like young, who are like maybe about to five to ten years younger right. than me, and they, they remember, you know, the X-Men right. cartoon. They go, oh my God, and they gotta have Jubilee. I'm like, really? really? So well, are you serious? Well, well Ralph well, the Tech is from that time period. Yes. What do you have to say? Uh, Jubilee did not make that much of an impression. In yeah, like, I, I mean, she doesn't I, do anything. I, I she's more impressive remember. now that she's a vampire. What was her power? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Her power is she's able to... She was Dazzler. <laughs> no, no, she's able to, like, um, exp- she's basically able to ignite things on a, a subatomic level. So it, it's not plasma she's admitting. She's kind of like... Exp- basically, she's creating minor nuclear explosions, technically, but they don't say that. You know? Uh, right. You know, in the, in the new X-Men, the one that came out in... Uh, it was like the 2000s. Well, X3, she was in there. Again, visually. No, no, no. In the cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a different character, but they didn't name her Jubilee. They named her something else. Oh, you're talking about Boom Boom? Yeah. Boom Boom was somebody else. Boom Boom admits she, she creates plasma, plasma that explodes on a time so like she can create it and then tell it when to explode. Yeah, and she like had, put she had, it into boom things. Boom had a lot of na- different names. There was a time bomb at first. Yeah, she was time bomb, but but Boom Boom is what it she was stuck, to be known yeah. as. Yeah. Okay, so they, they, so she was sort of That like, was in the X-Men Evolution. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. That's yeah, and she was a right. much better character. I mean, not much better in the comics, but in the cartoon she was a hell of a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go with let's go with ratings for X-Men Apocalypse. Oh 
I'll go first. Um, I'm going to give it seven. God damn it, Ralph. Keep your eyes off of, <laughs> off of that bathing suit out of ten. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. It looked well, but it definitely had its problems. It was okay. Yeah. Mike? I give it a six. Poe Goddameron out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Poe Goddameron. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because that's I, uh, uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, that's yeah, Poe Dameron. That, that's, that's, that's Crunk Chris's love. Yeah. Shout out to Crunk Chris. Crunk Chris. Screw you, Crunk Chris. You're not here anymore. <laughs> well, but you're probably listening to our podcast, so I love you. No, she's not. Oh, then I don't like you. If you're, if you're listening, send us, send us a tweet or something, please. <laughs> Ralph? I give it uh, seven and a half Nightcrawler Thrillers out of ten. <laughs> yeah, right? Because <laughs> it's a thriller. So they yeah. give the darkest skinned one, and he wasn't even black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the oh, fucking jacket. He was, he was so black, he was blue. <laughs> no. See, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. No, but that's, an, I mean, talk about another character that was, I mean, he wasn't as badly underdeveloped as everyone else. It was almost like if you were on the Charles side of things, we tried to develop you. If you were on the apocalypse side, we we're like, eh, we'll get around. It's here. like slapping a sandwich together. Yeah. I did like that they sort of, they kept his power to what it's supposed to be where he could only go where he can see or where he's been well i i well again i mean granted i allowed them that they didn't get into specifics but sure he can go anywhere he's seen but he still has a limit of about two miles yeah but they didn't get into that like he didn't go like i can go anywhere i've seen well if it's not too far away like if he just said that i would have been fine but they made it sound like well if i've been to the great wall of china and i happen to be in new york poof i'm now at the great wall of china (laughs) you know it's like um but i mean i did like it but i did not like that it took them more than halfway through the movie to finally explain why it is he did not just bamf out of that cage that he was in in the beginning of the movie. Right. Because they did... Right, I mean, granted, it's not a problem he has in the comics. So because of that, and the fact that you haven't explained anything, you're like, well, why didn't he just disappear? Well, that's... that <laughs> Actually, here's a little tidbit. That's a, a new thing that they've come in with anyone who teleports, where they say that um, because you're teleporting, you're creating some sort of an electric magnetic field. Right. That by creating an electric field around the teleporter... It disrupts their teleportation. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Like, I wow, just, okay. They should they should should have said something like that, like earlier or something like that. Like like maybe for instance, as they were bringing him into the cage, they, even if they had just said something like, not even getting scientific, just like and don't try and get away. You know, you won't be able to get out of that cage. And now we saw the cage electrified. You've been like, oh, I can put two and together. I don't need it spelled out. But they didn't say anything. And then you're like, okay, you're just telling us he can't bamf that far. But then when he the cage was open, it was suddenly he was like out on the street, and you're like. Oh, okay, so you can go really yeah. far, you know. Oh, the, the cage was, the power was down. No, no, no. What I'm saying, though, is that it's just that they didn't tell us why he could suddenly do oh, it. Right. And it, didn't, it wasn't until later on in the movie. And I'm like, and I kind of figured that was the answer. But I, I was like, how long are they going to take to tell us why he could not do yeah. this? You know? All right. So there you have it. X-Men Apocalypse. Oh. I, I have one more rating. Go. The Quicksilver scene. Mm-hmm. Fucking 10 out of 10. Love that shit. I give it. I give it a nine out of ten only because I give it a nine. I give it a nine and a half only, only because, because it's like, been I've done seen before. It. Yeah, but, I've I mean, seen it already. You know, but but it was still fantastic yeah. to watch. I saw a little clip on how they re, how they made it, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. Like the this, it was mainly uh, string string work uh-huh. when he was pushing the people out of there. Okay, but like he said that he he even though he was like on the set for two that, weeks. Yeah, the whole thing had to be a very long time. Yeah, it took a while to get everything together. But like he enjoyed every second of it, and it's like the intricities. The, the biggest part was just getting everybody there safely. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. Except, like I said, it was cool, but like it's just like for instance, um, and I'm assuming there will be a, another movie, but it's just like you know, is that what we're going to be waiting for again? I mean, it's it's fun, but this can't be the only thing your movie has to offer. You know? Shit. All right, there you have it. X Men Apocalypse. Um, 
I'm going to start saying this about every other movie. Hey, it wasn't Batman v Superman. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be back with more Meanwhile 22 Pages Later after I have super speed, try to fight Apocalypse, and then get my leg broken. Oh, spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) So you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy... Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right. It's got lots of cool features like different comic trivia games to keep you busy and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed. Like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak. So download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, Find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. All right, we're back with our second half of the show and our second, our next segment is to review the two great CW shows that have changed Tuesdays and Thursdays recently. Um, we're going to talk about the hit shows Flash Season 2, or at least the finale, and Arrow Season 4. And with a synopsis is The Man whose wit is faster than a flash, and whose insults hit harder than a boxing glove arrow. Give it to M.G. Mike, the finest guy. I have never failed this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> except for that, except for episode alpha. <laughs> ah, please. I wasn't here for that nonsense. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> I knew when to get out. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a pregnancy joke. I'm not going there. <laughs> Pull out, pull out. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know all, all, all the dads who are like, oh. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. All right, Flash. I'm not even getting into all that. You know it. Flash, chemicals, lightning, particle accelerator. Boom. He was the Flash. Synopsis. It was another year in which Barry Allen perpetuated that he is the fastest man alive. And yet another villain has proven him to be a liar. In fact, at one point, Flash was moving so slow, his time for the 50-yard dash was February. Uh. <laughs> Zoom of Earth 2 Mayhem made a mad dash to Earth 1 to steal Flash's speed. But as luck would have it, the Flash from Earth 2 showed up. But was he friend or foe? Now add some evil doppelgangers, lounge singing cops, and a visit to Super Earth. The only way this season could end badly is if Zoom's ultimate plan was to run a race with Barry. <laughs> Damn, you took my Oh, Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. The Flash. Um, do we have to press spoilers? Yes, yeah, it's present. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, Piss off, you wanker. <laughs> All right. So let's get right into it. The Flash, um, the season and the... It, well, I'll say this, because Mike had m- mentioned to us um, earlier in the week, I think we should really rate this from now on, uh, other shows, the season and the finale, because sometimes they can be take on two different lives. Yeah. And I think this is a perfect example of this. Yeah. Because Flash season two, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I, I mean, I can remember just I mean, running there were home some with drop DR. spots. I mean, like, but, but even the drop spots weren't that bad. Well, no. It's when, when he <laughs> let's lost magnetize his... all the bombs. How does that work? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how that works. When he lost his speed, there was a few episodes there where it's like, are you, really? They're, they're, they're edging us on until he gets his speed. He's like, what the fuck? Come on, just give it to us. Yeah. What the hell? But it, that's called anticipation. Yeah. Patient. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but it felt more like constant. <laughs> but I mean, but for, for the most part, I just felt like I mean, season two just was really, really. I know I enjoy season two. I, you know, I, I have to say, by far, 
the best episode that I enjoyed uh, that whole season was the Kevin Smith one. The one where he, he's in the speed I mean, force. I thought the episode was... I, see, I thought most of that episode was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad or anything. I mean, it was more average. Um, I thought, though, it was really touching, though, talking talk to his yeah. mom. But that's the part that I liked the most. I mean, the rest of it was just kind of like... It felt a little, you know... Just odd, like you know, the Speed Force is talking to me, and da, 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 and it's obnoxious too. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, so the Speed Force is like a dick. Like, what's up with that? Speed Force is <laughs> a dick. <laughs> and I'm like, what's up with that Force? You know, you should know by now, every Force is a dick. I know? suppose so. X Force, Phoenix Force, Speed Force, Delta you know, Force, Delta Force, <laughs> Alpha Force. You know, I suppose it just was one of those things where I was like, ah, you know. And I mean, I'm not. I mean, he only directed. He did not write the episode. So I mean, right. this is their vision of it. So it's not blaming him for it. It's just and, you know but even you know and like the cap has said before even you know kevin smith is just like you know i just kind of followed the pattern yeah it's, this is like, like i couldn't fuck this yeah, up like well i mean it wasn't one of those where you like for instance if, there, if you were in a room even if you've watched everything kevin smith ever made you would not ever know that that was his episode except for the fact his friends in it yeah like i mean <laughs> except for that you would never know it was his episode it's, it's not like like that felt like a kevin smith episode yeah know? i mean it, it's still it's still i agree i i liked it but yeah, definitely, good. I see what Mike's saying. It wasn't like a Kevin Smith signature, right? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't saying but, that I enjoyed it because it was. Kev- I said I enjoyed yeah. that. I just really, I just thought it was that his mom. I was like, I'm like, where's that tissue box? I have something <laughs> in my eye. <laughs> but, but who would have thought that would come back later on? Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. It's like, oh. But um, for, I mean, I'll say this: the for the finale, I didn't think Barry's di- dad was gonna die until he did. And then you knew it. <laughs> <laughs> then you were sure. Well, he's going to die five minutes ago. Because yeah. <laughs> the way they ended the episode before the finale, it's him get putting his hand through his chest and him saying no, and they stop. And I'm like, that's a weird place to end it, you know, to, like in the middle of him right. doing it. Like, he's got to stop him. He's got to stop him. And the fact that he didn't or he couldn't, I was like, they really killed off Barry's dad. Oh, I knew he was going to die. He kept talking about it. I mean, like, it was one of those, like, he kept talking too much about, like, Things and I'm glad to have you back in my life. And okay. hey, I've just moved back into the city. Hope nothing happens. I got to pay a lot of money for that lease in my apartment. <laughs> you know? and it was just so much. I'm like, he's gonna die. And, <laughs> and well, I mean, and I had already said previously, we already knew who was in that mask. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, that's not the a moment guess. that um, Barry's father said, Garrick. Oh, that's my mother's maiden name. Oh, I was I, like, fuck, that's it. Yeah. Oh, well, that was the clincher, but I <laughs> well, knew it beforehand. Well, 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 Mike and I both, uh, when we talked about the midseason finale, yeah. Mike and I were both right. Mike said, it's an older neck. It's it's probably. Um, it's going to be the dad. It's yeah. going to be that. I, I'm the one who and said, I, I, it's it's got to be Jay Garrick, and it's got to be um, from another earth. Well, he had already said he, I mean, he Flashman's not assuming, he said he was Jay. Because yeah. remember, he said, who are you? And he typed out Jay. He was like. I know Jay Garrick is on that. I'm like, I'm like no, dude, why would you make that assumption <laughs> that he's talking about someone not in the room? You just asked him a question. <laughs> you, know, like, like, you just spent three hours trying to figure out this whole military code. I told you who I was. Fact, and you think I'm talking about someone else? But the fact that he's from another God. earth, I was like, yes, yeah. yes, I got that one. Yeah. Because people were like, oh, no, but they only have two earths. I'm like, no, they're talking about, they talked about the new 52. There's another Earth. They could do it. Well, I mean, well, I mean, well, even with that point, but I mean, they already, you know, the fact that we saw Supergirl, you know, well, yeah, we, yeah, we know there's a multiverse out there, and that's fine. But you know, there was that thing though that obviously that like like I had to beat it into your head to even get it across. It's like, and I do oh, wonder, yeah. I, and I do wonder if they're going to do this now. This is definitely for the comic people because we know that is that Jay Garrick, aka you know um, Barry's dad from a different Earth, uh, he said that he's Jay Garrick from Earth Three. Yeah. Earth 3 is the evil Earth. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all, we're, we're all, we're all we're, good is evil. All evil is good. So Lex Luthor is your good guy. You know, Superman. All those who have made the Injustice Society. You know, right. they're all bad. So, and the funny part though is that like he did not look like a fun-loving Jay Garrick. He looked like he's evil and up to something. Like you know, I'm like I don't trust. He him. had a well, smirk. And that was yeah. before he said he was from Earth Three. You, you know? know, they they could um, flip it around and say that Earth Two was the evil one, seeing as how most of the people. Who were good? Uh, that's were, what I was gonna say. Bad. Also, because um, they played Earth Two like Earth, like Earth Three. They played it with, a, I mean, they played a lot of flip flopping, but a lot of people who were good were bad. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but at the same time, though, Earth Three though could just be, and again, not excluding what you guys are saying, but like if you think about it, some of the people that were good were bad, et cetera, et cetera, but they were also different. Yeah. This would be like, oh no, there is a bad Flash. There's a bad Arrow. There, that's not that. Oliver is somebody else and someone else is an arrow. This is like, no, these are the same people you know. They're just evil. So right. there's, you know, there's, there's it, a, a barrel and a bash? Yeah, exactly. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all but, right. Uh, but, you know, so I'm yeah. just wondering if they're going to go along that line at all. Um, and to bring it back to what Mike brought up in the synopsis, so you build up this whole show uh, about Zoom being a badass and killing people and, and nobody can stop him to have Barry run a race. Yeah, I... In a I, circle. I still don't even understand that plan because he's like, well, you have to stop me. But I'm like, we could have just shot you there while you're explaining this. Like, in other words, I'm like, so then why isn't Barry stopping him from even having the race? It, you know, and then also think about this. this and this also is uh, talk about a drop storyline. I mean, like it was important, but they just right. dropped the the logical outcome of that storyline. Who was faster? Flash or Zoom? Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Then Zoom took Barry's speed force, which I still don't understand how that all works, because they, they're very unclear how they work. Took his speed force. So he has his speed and Barry's. He's still, he was fast, but he should have then been like, like, like beyond, I mean, he's beyond fast. I'm not even talking about whether Barry gets speed from the speed force later. I don't care about that. I'm talking about he was still moving just like Zoom, even though he now had two flash worth of speeds in him. Yeah. So I, I'm like, so, but that never seemed to come up. Like, 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 in other words, he's, he's sending his minions out to do stuff. It's like it would actually take him longer to tell his minions what to do. It right. would take him to do everything he wanted to do. Yep. Like for him to go kill the cops, he would have been like, kill the I already did it. <laughs> right. And I did it in like every city adjacent to here. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like it just made no sense. It was just like he's fast. But yet he seemed to be exactly as fast, yet he wanted Barry's speed to be faster. So you're saying this is where the story started falling apart. Well, it was, I just, think it was, it was more, weird there. You know? It was more uh, to heal himself than anything, really. Because okay. he, was, he was dying. Okay, maybe so, that's all it was then? So that the speed okay. force healed him. Okay, gotcha. I mean, I'll give you that. I, maybe, that's, maybe I missed that point, you know. And that's um, fine. And, I mean, the, the whole plan. I mean, it, I mean to destroy I, the multiverse? That made it, no sense that earth will still survive yeah and i'm like so then what are you going to do after that i mean i know you're psychotic so it's not like you know i'm then asking he, for logic but <laughs> you know then he's gonna go rape caitlin the snow <laughs> damn bro that's, that's what I he alluded that. to I, he's like you're gonna be my queen did you say you deluded to that's what he alluded to oh alluded yeah. to i was like you deluded to it there's gonna be some tracks in that snow <laughs> <laughs> wow oh god oh wow i'm just wow okay but, but for the comic book fans though i had to admit as much oh and by the way that whole what do they call them um, remnants yeah time uh, remnants those, that was just stupid I I mean from both parts I, I get, thought that was just stupid me, I mean not that I'm dumb or anything but it takes me a while to like wrap my head around well, the because, fact of well, how that works because it doesn't work because you're still saying that I'm going into the past to grab a version of myself which means well if I'm grabbing a version of myself from not an alternate universe from myself well then I've stopped the future of that. 
past self from occurring. So it shouldn't which be is, happening. Which is me. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's no, not, I, you know. I think the way that they say that they do it is, um, so you go, we travel into the past and then come back to, and then go skip that point where you left and go to the future. But again, unless I'm, cre- unless I'm creating a divergent path, you see, that's that's the problem. See that, and, and maybe that maybe they have explained it. I've missed it, or maybe they realize maybe they just didn't do a good job. Because if I'm creating a divergent path, then that makes sense. Because because think about it, when when the time room that Barry dies, well, then Barry should be dead. <laughs> I mean, right. Like, like you can't have it both ways. But that means I've created a paradox universe. So therefore, I've created a separate universe, and then that makes sense. Listen, I know yeah. tech, not quantum physics. Yeah. But um, but but nonetheless, even with that, uh, even with that nonsense going on, um. Uh, the, the the fanboys that know Crisis on Infinite Earth, the original from 1985 from DC Comics, to see them recreate uh, Flash's actual death from that comic was amazing. And I had to watch that like three, four times. That's where he dies? Or he, he, not the same situation, but he died trying to run through time to stop something that the monitor was doing. It wasn't that, that didn't solve everything. That was just one of the many deaths that occurred oh, in yeah. the series. I think that was like number seven or something like yeah. that of, out of 12. He runs, he runs so fast that he disintegrates himself. Yeah. He disintegrates yeah. himself. And, 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 and he, he, took, he gets that crazy, that, that look where he starts to break apart and bend the screen. It's just, it's, oh my God, it was, yeah. I, I still get chills that as a kid, I cry when I read that. I mean, I, I it, it was so, that, yeah. Flash has always been one of my favorite heroes. You know, yeah. I, it was just so sad when he died. Now, I'll, just to shift gears before we go into ratings and then move into Arrow, the, the, the thing that fanboys, I wonder which fanboys loved, that they kind of hinted at Flashpoint happening now? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I mean, you, you, now are you jumping, I mean, I, I don't want to take somebody's thing, jumping the shark, the king shark? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> that, that, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I deserve that because it's a horrible joke. But, I mean, don't you feel, I mean, I'm like, really? There's so much Flash stuff you can, you can dive into, and you're going to go into Flashpoint that was just a three, four years old? Or you could just create your own stuff. <laughs> it's it is open to possibilities. I, <laughs> I, I here's my my thought for what's gonna happen. So when he goes back into the future, he'll instead of because in Flashpoint he loses his powers. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna say he still has his powers. Well, we've already done. But that's the thing. We already did that portion of Flashpoint in the second season where jump starting his power. So like they're, they're, they always steal from little bits and I'm fine with that, but I'm curious if they'll, even but now bother, this, you know. yeah, now this story as a whole, we know how it goes Well, because also it seems like whenever he does stuff, it's like, well, that's supposed to be affecting things, but it never affects any other TV show. So yeah. actually, I mean, all jokes aside, like, you know, uh, is rip Hunter going to get involved? Because I yeah. mean, it's like, dude, you're fucking with time now. Like, like in a major way, like, you know, stuff's got to be changing up right. here. And that'll be interesting. It'd be interesting to see that affect the Arrow world. I mean, nothing that Maybe. stops the story, but just something. But I think they could start yeah. off the season out of nowhere from a different place. And you're like, well, Arrow didn't end this way. Well, and yeah, you could, right. And then you would be like, oh, shit. That's or, or, even, or even, could you imagine? Uh, sorry to cut you off. What was that, Ralph? Oh, Maybe they'll say this is how Laurel's back and still oh. alive. Yeah, they, they could do that, too. They could do that, they, yeah. They easily could do that, um, which that just would suck. Um, but what would kind of be cool in its own way. I mean, granted, it would be un- unimaginable how that affected the story, but just to see, like, you know, um, and it, it would only work, like, if he could kind of sort of remember a little bit, would yeah. be, like, if Oliver woke up and it was just like, Oliver, get up. Mom? Yeah. would <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, shit. Wow, you know? that'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. All right, let's go for ratings, uh, rating for season and rating for finale. All right. Ralph? What I gotta go first. Yeah, the first I, time dude, you went first. Yeah, thank you. I went first twice. Fine. So for <laughs> no the sloppy se- seconds for you. <laughs> wow. Uh, for the season, I give it a nine out of ten. Okay. And for the finale, I give it a. 
I would say eight. What the fuck out of ten? All right, <laughs> all right. Um, as for me, I'm going to give the season a nine. They even made vibe seem cool, sort of, <laughs> out of ten. And for the finale, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. A race? It's a fucking race out of ten. All right, my season is nine. How many more speed-based villains are left out of ten? <laughs> and the finale, very close to yours, would say seven. The ultimate goal was a race? A race? <laughs> <laughs> out of ten. All right. Great minds think alike, obviously. Or by mistake. And ours, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's go into Arrow. And with a quick synopsis, you know who is yeah. MFG. Nine years ago, shipwreck, blah, blah, blah. Should have been a deserted island. Wasn't. Shit went down. He's back. Anyhow, synopsis. <laughs> Nine years ago, billionaire playboy Oliver Queen was shipwrecked on an island fraught with danger and intrigue. And while many of his adventures before returning to Starling City were amazing, this season we found out that some of those adventures were so lame, they bored Black Canary to death. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to me- death. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the elicity on again, off again, crippled, then can instantly walk again, relationship was, uh, it created a schism among viewers, which was surprising, since most Arrow, um, Arrow viewers can't spell schism. At least, <laughs> at least not without a K. Um, oh, yeah. man. For those of you that don't know that joke, look it up. <laughs> Damien Dark surprised everyone with the fighting moves he learned from the League of Chubby Assassins. <laughs> but his skills were flaccid against Oliver's stiff shaft. <laughs> After saving the world from nuclear hellfire, Team Arrow's bonds are stronger than ever. Well, I mean, except for Captain Lance leaving and, and Theo leaving and, uh, and Diggle leaving. <laughs> and right. dead. Oh, yeah. well let's get into it arrow um i'm gonna start it off by just saying you've got a nuke heading to the city and a speech on top of a car yeah is what they, is what everybody they, talks about they had a everybody <laughs> everybody talking about this that fucking speech, speech was amazing i'm like you see speech? that up there <laughs> yeah i was just like when it went with the speech i was like Oh, when they went to the speech, I knew what was going to happen, too. Well, I had a feeling that th- this was going to happen, that they were going to rally around, and he was gonna, you know, the ending was yep. going to happen, but I didn't think they were going to do it. I thought they were going to do something else. No, I... Whenever... Did you... You didn't watch Supergirl. They, um, they had this whole, like, mind control thing, mm-hmm. and the way she won was with hope. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I've oh. seen that episode. No, G watches it. it. Yeah. I see it, yeah. So they did the same thing here. He won with hope. Well, the thing is, they stated he needed it. I mean, yeah. so I, the thing is, I kept trying to figure out how it was going to happen. But the moment he stood up on that car, I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of these where the town rallies together. But the, but the killer is, they didn't even do it well. It's not like, I mean, it would have been cheesy, but it would have been at least a little bit better than what we got. It wasn't like you saw him even being energized. Mm-hmm. And fight. it was just like suddenly the town was like, yeah, you're a bad guy, Dark. And suddenly Dark had no power against them. And I'm like, I, how, how does that work? Like, yeah. like, you didn't even see him get depowered. It was just like, oh, I'm just limp now. <laughs> yeah, you know? A lot of 40-year-olds just sit here to this, pod, to this podcast and go, I know what that's like. <laughs> he, he forgot to take his Cialis. <laughs> but, 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 but I agree. I mean, I, but what got me mad was that everybody, and I, keep, and I keep reiterating that point because it was like, Diggle was saying, you know, that speech just kind of motivated. I'm like, really? The speech? Yeah. It wasn't that great, guys. Yeah. It wasn't that great. I'm like, it was nice. It wasn't all. even written it well. Was, right. Yeah, it was nice at all, but it was a little over the top. But uh, A little? Yeah. I mean, but they, they really... They went way too far. First of all, because of the fact of now you got other seasons to go, but like nuclear annihilation is just, I mean, one bomb is one thing. To tell me you've launched 15,000 X amount of, you know, bombs and that this one team did blah, blah, blah. And you're like, ah. First yeah. of all, first of all, I mean, we know he's got his own problems, but, and, and you don't want this to be the end of all your season, but I mean, I'm talking about just 
casually in conversation. Like, why didn't Diggle, Thea, Felicity, even Ali himself, why didn't someone just go like, has anyone tried to reach out to Barry? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, I mean, granted, Barry's not, he's not as fast as Quicksilver seems to be. So he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't have gotten to all the bonds, but just, he could have at least tried to evacuate people in yeah. this. I mean, just, I mean, just the fact that he didn't even come up in conversation, like, I tried reaching out to Barry, he's unavailable. Great, we know why. You know, or something like that. You know, you know, he's running a race. Can't get to the phone right now. <laughs> really, he's it's really in important. a circle. <laughs> it's really important. And also, that's another thing. Is like, so Star City. I mean, uh, um, not Star uh, Central. Central City wasn't like. Is that a nuclear weapon <laughs> heading towards every place? <laughs> you, know? you know, like he Barry could have probably evacuated the city that got hit. Yeah. He, um, I mean, he could have. He would have gotten a lot out because, again, he does have his limits. But he could at least, you know, and then. Um, the whole speech, it sort of reminded me of the speech from the Goonies. You know, I wanted him to say, here is our time. Our time is here. Their time is over there. Oh, their time is there, up there, but our time is here. Yeah, yeah, But you know what reminds me of? The Mighty Ducks. I'm waiting for Emilio Estevez to come out and people start hitting hockey sticks on the floor saying, quack, quack, quack. Yeah, he is a quack. Get him down. Get down from there, you quack. That was just funny. I, but I, also, I, I loved when, um, oh, what's the, Lila. Lila, I mean, like I said, she's a soldier, and we get that. And I mean, and so I had no problem with the fact that she delivered the line, but I did like like Felicity's reaction. She was just like, you know, well, millions would have died. You know, I'm like, she just killed tens of thousands of people. Lila, get off her dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 there's nothing you're going to tell a woman who's who was nothing more than a computer hacker. Like, yeah, it's just tens of thousands of people dying. You know, not millions, which would have been what happened here. No, and the whole thing is like the, the way they saved the days by tricking the uh, the rockets into. Uh, inverting the horizon so they right. think that up is down and down is up. Right. Right. Why didn't she do that with the first one? Well, they just didn't think of it. I mean, and I'm fine with that. I mean, there's just a thought you right. did not have. I was good with that, you know. Um, I just thought that, again, it was just too last minute you know. Yeah. I mean, and also the fact that I'm like, okay, I do get that the town next to you was annihilated. Yeah. There's still nuclear radiation and fallout. Like, you're not a, at all safe right now. Right. <laughs> like, this just didn't, like... Ah, we're good. You know, you know, could have used a nuclear bomb. That backstory of Oliver Queens. <laughs> that was the worst. It, and, and then the killers. The resolution of it wasn't even interesting. It was anticlimactic and, and didn't apply to the story at all. Like, like it was just like so. First of all, you're. First of all, when you were amazed initially that Dark had magic, made no sense because evidently you knew all about magic existing. You know, so like why you were so surprised in the beginning of the season is beyond me. <laughs> you know. I guess he was like, wait, what? You got magic too? Wait, Fuck. is this someone else's backstory? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was very surprised how, how Ali took care of um, Damien Dark. I was like, wow, he supermaned him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, it, it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, I get, I, I do respect that the show attempted the whole, like, not killing thing. I mean, granted, they really kept telling us they weren't going to kill. <laughs> like, they, I mean, that was bad. Season two was bad enough because I made fun of that in one of the synopsis where, like, I, I'm not going to kill anybody. I just can't talk about why. I mean, you know, I mean, it was just getting to the point. But I'm like, you know, it's not the kind of show where, where people don't die because even Flash. Like, by the way, does everyone is everyone very comfortable with how comfortable everyone in Flash's world is about killing people? They yeah. have no bones about it. Apparently, and, yeah. and like, it doesn't even come up as like a topic matter. They're just like, oh, you just need to overload his nuclear capabilities. That'll kill him. Yep. And you're like, all right. And then they just go. And Barry's like, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so we're good with just killing those metahumans left and right, right? Yep. Everyone knows that metahumans don't have souls. Yeah, I, I suppose. They're, they're like, like gingers. They're all, they're all redheads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're all fucking gingers. I, I mean, it's just, isn't it weird, though? Like, 
Flash's world is just like, yeah, we're bright and funny. Shall we kill people? Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> the dark, gritty side is like, we're not killing people. <laughs> yeah. Except, except for Felicity. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Well, not um, on purpose. Anyway. How did you guys feel about, you know, the, the very end where everybody's gone their separate ways and what they're trying to hint for Oliver Queen's next step? Uh, what are they hinting for his next step? Well, you mean besides being mayor or something like that? Well, yeah. Oh, um, I, I didn't either here nor there. I, I, I'm interested to see where they're going. I mean, because they're obviously going to give us that whole jumps, you know, like, oh, this has all happened and now things have changed, excuse, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, I'm just waiting to see. I don't have any particular opinion. I, I, I'm still wondering if they're ever going to make Thea um, uh, Cheshire. Not that she's not that Cheshire is Thea. It's just that that just seemed a logical. That would be the way to go. Well, I mean, because I wonder if they'll bring back. Uh, this guy, um, um, the, um, Red Arrow? Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they'll actually bring him back. Because right. then that would be cool. Bring back yeah. Roy. Yeah. What do you think, Ralph? How do you feel about the way the, it ended? Uh, I'm optimistic. I hope. Because we know that. You're always optimistic. That Diggle and, uh, and Thea are going to come back. I hope that Roy married comes back. Yeah. with her pregnant with his love child. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, Complex- or, or is it the captains? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> damn! Because Diggle and the captain broke up. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Next nice. on Telenovela Arrow. Telenovela. So, and then it's, it's going to be interesting with him, like as, as the mayor. They'll be like, "Oh my God, there's a bank robbery!" I've got to go from the speech right now. Gotta go. <laughs> Oh Wait, my goodness. Either that or the public who who obviously should know who he is just by looking at him. They'll be like, Mr. Mayor, someone's robbing that bank. That's interesting. You know, if you need to go anywhere, Mr. Mayor, like, you know, we'll wait for you to get back. You know, by the way, you look great in green. I, that green pantsuit you had on the other day. What know, is this, Megaton Man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. I'm just waiting for them to have, like, be Oliver in his office, and then he's going to press the button. There's going to be a. Uh, a suitcase that opens up to a pole where he just lies down into the cave. It just shows up in his Batman costume. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, wrong pole. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's go into it. Um, season rating and finale oh, rating. Oh, by the way, oh, go ahead. just before that, because uh, you know, we jumped over. What did we think about the whole, like, I'm crippled. Now I'm not. I mean, that, that was it just, was just, it was too fast. Like, if yeah. they had kept it through, I would have been okay with it. But, yeah. but especially, it's like, oh, they put this chip in me like a day ago. It's not working. Oh, now it is. Oh, now that I can walk, I'm walking out on you. Which, of course, was the great, you know, the the the, 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 the finale, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's also the the whole like I can now walk out on you type thing. The, but, yeah. You know, it, Funny wordplay. You yeah. know what it is is that uh, you can't keep that ass in a chair for you know more than two two episodes because if not, the fans are gonna go crazy. Like I want to see that. You're gonna go crazy, but they don't only really show Felicity's ass. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yes, they do. <laughs> remember his remember his ability. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I guess as a married man, I'm blind to it. He, he's just like, wow. I don't know why Arrow's a four hour show. It's only an hour, Ralph. No, I. No, there's three hours of just her butt going by. It was just one scene. Oh, the camera wow. pans. The guy who could make an hour show into a four hour show on a hand cramp. <laughs> All right. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Season rating and finale rating. I'll start it off. I'm going to make it. Um, the season rating is seven. God damn it. You should have killed Thea instead of fucking Laurel. As oh, a, don't a you dare jump on my kill Thea thing now. Yeah, but <laughs> let's put it this way. If you're going to kill anybody, I didn't want um, Thea to die. But if you had to really kill, I, I, like, I was starting to warm up to Laurel. So. They should have just had Laura fall to death on Thea. I keep saying that's how to get rid of both of them. Oh. <laughs> and finale rating is five speeches on top of cars while nu- nuclear warheads are heading for the city out of ten. 
It just drove me crazy. I wow. Just, you did not like that. Did not. Five. It's a five. It's yeah. a really low rating. Ralph, Mr. <laughs> Why I got to go second? All right. So I give the season eight. Give me more Constantine out of ten. Oh, Constantine. Uh, to ten. Ten. Uh-huh. And the Were series, you choked up thinking about her ass again? Season? Yeah. Wow. He, was, he was choking on her ass. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um, and the series finale. Season finale, sorry. Not series. No series. Yes. <laughs> season finale, I give it a seven. More Felicity. Yes, I love Felicity. Out of ten. Right. Don't jump on the I've always been on the Felicity. Oh, here we go. Life. Mike, like, he's, like, he, like he created Felicity. Like he I did. <laughs> Actually, he, he did. I, I was there in the writer's room when were, he's like, you know, what if we have a character? No. Her name no. is Felicity Fuck that. Smoke, and you don't spell it like you normally would. Nope. No, dude, 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 dude. No, there's no way you in the writer's room. This is all a lie. You know why? Because if you were in the writer's room while Mike was writing, that show would be canceled. Mike, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't say I was writing. The cancel. Be, and and, anything you like. I, I, I would have been in jail for murder. <laughs> uh, season rating, eight. Less Smallville, more Arrow first season out of ten. Okay, agreed. Uh, and the finale rating, I give it six. Let's bring the threat level down from nuclear annihilation out of ten. It felt a little bit much, right? That was way too much. <laughs> it was like you went to fighting local villains. And, yeah, okay, fighting magicians. I mean magicians. <laughs> Fruit pie, the magician. <laughs> so He what, stole my hostess. <laughs> what DEFCON level would that be? <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> we are at DEFCON level fuck and if you don't know anything about fr- the, the, uh, fruit magicians look it up in the back of a comic book probably that's exactly All from, right. the, from the 70s and 80s that's right so there you have it Arrow and Flash wow that went back in a, no, I, won't, I won't say that no you shouldn't I won't but you know what, you know what I will say don't go anywhere because Geeks on the Go is next Geeks on the Go now we're more apocalypse <laughs> I think you say we're now more intersex. I thought you were gonna go there. <laughs> I'm telling you, we gotta record some of the things we talk about on the on the pod, uh, off the podcast. In the breaks. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you know the drill. I give good questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we make it once in a while under a minute. Let's see if it's today. Once in a while. Once in a while. Once. 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 I said once. once. I said once. All right. Ready. Set. Go. If there was a theme park using comic book villain themed rides, which villains ride would you avoid? Ralph. Uh, it's a toss-up between Dark Side's Ride on the Dark Side or Bane's Pain Train. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Mike? Tiger Shark, because it would be lame. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. If all comic book movies were made to be rated R, what movie would be scarier, possibly? Constantine or Ghost Rider? Mike? Constantine. Why? Because it was rated R. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Ralph? I have to go with the smart man says. <laughs> I could have sworn it was PG-13. I'm sorry. Uh, which Marvel character... Uh, what which car- Marvel character change would you reverse? Falcon becoming Captain America, Amadeus Cho becoming the Hulk, or Jane Foster becoming Thor? Ralph. If I say the last one, it just makes me sound sexist. You probably are. So I'll go with uh, Amadeus Cho becoming the Hulk. All right. So you're just anti-Asian. Yes. It's <laughs> better in this world. Um, Time's up. I almost had it, too. Damn. I, I say it's Falcon because he's just an angry black man that's mad at himself because now he's the man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Only you can say that. All right. And last question. For our next, uh, our, our next battle royal, it's going to have Big Kev. Super Gabe, King Cooper, a.k.a. Ivan, and Hipster Tom. Who do you think wins? Ralph. Uh, Ralph the Tech. Duh. Damn. What? Yeah. 
Wait, how do you win if you're not in it? Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> Mike? Okay, well, as always, I have to say, nobody calls him super gay, but Gabe. <laughs> but um, I say uh, Mr. Cooper would win because all the insults would go over his head. Oh! <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Pine size for your pleasure. <laughs> He's fun size. <laughs> fun size. <laughs> we got to get the fun size chair when Ivan's on the show again. <laughs> See, we're calling you out already. All right. So that, are we, we're in the shout outs. Shout outs. Anybody for shout outs? I guess we should probably shout, shout out Mr. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love you. <laughs> um, I'm going to shout out Johannes. Happy 32nd birthday. Um, Did you have to say the number? Maybe he was hiding that. He side. put it on fucking. He put it on Facebook. And, and, and my dumb ass, he puts it on um, Instagram saying, um, so he named it like episode whatever, like season 32, episode one. And I'm thinking, like he was being clever about it. And I was like, you have a comic book series you didn't tell me about? <laughs> <laughs> and John, Dad brain strikes again. It sure does. All right. Uh, of course, we said happy birthday to Steve. Um, happy birthday to Steve. Steve, my brother. Not Steve Francis. Steve, my brother. He was like, you know, you don't shout me out as much. I'm like, you listen? He's like, yeah, once in a while. When's his birthday? What? When's his birthday? My brother? Yeah. That's his birthday. Oh, I thought you said... Oh, no, I, thought I went for Steve Francis, and I go, no, we said that already. Oh, okay. Yeah, so happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Steve Francis. It is his birthday. See, you fucking tricking me. Happy yeah, birthday, Steve Francis. Stop. And, and um, shout out to Steve, my brother. Um, also, check this shit out. Last one. Shout out to Kev. This nervous fucker. He's on one third of our shows. He has the balls to be in my house and say, fuck you, fucking Kev. I ain't get a shout out. Yo, <laughs> I should have just lied to his ass and told him, yeah, we did shout you out, but you might have missed it because you were too busy being under Jen. Oh, Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, say something now. <laughs> Any shout outs for you two gentlemen? I, wait, I, I just want to say, Kev, uh, the thoughts of the cap are the, the caps alone and do not represent what me and MFG think. Yeah, most of the time, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> this time he's not that far off. <laughs> Any shout outs for you gentlemen? Nah, I can save it for another time. Nobody's listening anyhow. No one that loves me is listening. Oh. <laughs> you said loathe or plenty of people who loathe you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that loathes me is listening. <laughs> Even Mendez just wakes up first thing on Monday morning. <laughs> Put it on. <laughs> See what they say about me. <laughs> Why are there only 12 flapjacks on my plate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that doesn't deserve the gong, but that was a pretty good one. <laughs> Yo, even Mendes is, is, is like, um, um, what's his name? Will Wheatley on fucking Big Bang Theory. <laughs> the worst part is the woman's never done a damn thing to piss anybody off. <laughs> Shit, you're definitely right about that. Except she should copy her ass more in movies, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> IMAX 3D? No. <laughs> it's too much to handle. Wow. And that, I think I'm going to leave that as the end of our show. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square, Ralph the Tech, and I'm not used to having no guests, so it's nobody. <laughs> so this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. Wow, no other movies? Oh, wait, Turtles. Aww. Turtles. Yeah. Cowabunga. <laughs>